So, hey, guys, Table Talks is basically a new series that we're doing, Danner and I, where people submit questions uh, that they have uh, spiritually, biblically, that we just sit at the table and we talk about it. And um, I've had several people in the last couple of weeks just reach out to me with different questions, um, asking me different things, and then Danner hits me up with this idea, so it's got to be a God thing. But, uh, we're excited about our new series called Table Talks. So here we go. Um, welcome to our first Q&A with... Danner. And the B-Man. So, Danner, what's our first question? Well, first off, thank you all for joining us today. Um, our first question, these are all anonymous, and the first one says, How can I learn to stop doubting my faith? Hmm. It's a good question. That is a good question. Yeah. So, ladies first. Okay. Um, well, I would start off saying that, number one, don't stress. It's totally okay to doubt from time to time. But number two, you should probably um, question your faith rather than doubt it. You know, I'd really be worried if someone walked up to you and told you the whole story of Jesus and the virgin birth and just all that crazy stuff, and you were just like, okay, it makes sense. I don't doubt it at all. Like, that's a lot to take in. So, instead of just believing things, question God. Like, seriously, he's not scared or offended by your questions. In fact, the more you ask and search for God's evidence, the more you'll find, and your faith in him will grow so much more because of it. I agree. Uh, God is definitely big enough to handle our questions. He's not offended. Um, and let's just be honest here, that with so many different religions mm -hmm. uh, that are out there um, and are coming into the United States now, um, I think we need to uh, question these things. Um, you know, not everybody here is Christian. Yeah. Um, and they probably think they're just as right as you and I think we're right about Christianity. Um, but what sets us apart is um, the whole gospel. And I'm just going to be honest with you. I think it's so simple. In fact, Jesus said that... Um, that we should come to him like little kids, like little children, with that type of faith. Um, to think that our eternity hinges on us believing that God's son, Jesus, came to earth, who was God in the flesh, he was all God, he was all man, lived a sinless, perfect life, uh, died on a cross, rose again on the third day, we just celebrated Easter, um, and if we believe that and we follow him, then that seals our eternity, that we'll live in heaven forever and ever with him. That's a little far-fetched for some people to believe. Mm -hmm. uh, it's almost so simple that my eternity could hinge on just that. Yeah. Um, and that we really don't have to do anything. It's just by faith that we believe it. Um, so I get it. You know, there are going to be skeptics. But... Um, I agree with you. You know, we should question things. Totally. Um, you know, we should um, discern the spirits the Bible teaches us. But um, I think once you get it and Jesus really changes your life, because, again, we're believing in something that we don't see. You know, we believe by faith. It's not by sight. So for us as just individuals, that's difficult. Um, to do that because we're so sight driven uh, in things that we do but um, 
you don't want to get into this cycle of just doubting everything. You know, um, yes, it's very important that you nail down your faith and what you believe. And I would say this too: don't just believe something because everybody else believes it. You exactly. Know? Yeah. I mean, it's it's a personal faith. On it for yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I can tell you this from a personal experience many years ago. And for those of you listening, I'm 47 and Danner is 16. Yeah, so there's a big <laughs> age difference here, uh, but a great perspective. Um, so many, many years ago, I had uh, some friends and even I had a little bout with this to where um, the preaching that we were under uh, was, I guess, hell, fire and brimstone would, you know, people would relate to that. It's very hard, um, but it was biblical, um, and a lot of people struggle with that. That you know, it's almost like God was this um, just ogre in the sky waiting to punish those of us who didn't do right. You know, um, and if you're like me, then you don't do right a lot. Exactly. So <laughs> it's difficult. You know, once we get saved, it doesn't mean we're perfect. It just means that we're forgiven. You know, we sin daily. Preach. Um, that's the whole reason we need Jesus. But uh, there were a lot of people getting saved, quote unquote, over and over, and then baptized and rebaptized. And um, God doesn't want us to do that. He wants us secure in our faith. You know, to trust in the work that He did for us. It's not something that we can do. Um, on our own. If that was the case, then we wouldn't need Jesus. Um, but I think this is what it boils down to. It's a maturity level. Um, Paul talks about this in the Word where when we first get saved, we're infants in Christ, we're babes. Mm-hmm. And then the more we learn and study and uh, the more we're around uh, more mature Christians and we're learning, the more mature we become and um, you know, that's where the importance of knowing God's word and what he says, um, it, it's like knowing the law. Yeah. Like today, when I left my home to come here to church, I'm just going to be honest with you. <laughs> I always ride with a seatbelt on because for nothing else, my car dings when you don't put it on. It's annoying, right? <laughs> Very. So I would rather just put it on. Uh, it's not about a safety thing with me. Yeah. It's more about the That's annoying just the man thing. in you, but right. continue. Right, just hard-headed. <laughs> so I thought, you know what? Three minutes down the road, I'm not going to put it on. I'll be there. A couple of dings. We'll be good. Well, I pass a sheriff officer. Uh-oh. And I realized I don't have my seatbelt on. Well, I know the law, and the law in South Carolina is you wear your seatbelt. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he stopped and was turning around, and I thought, oh, boy. I'm about to so I, I threw it on real quick, you know. Um, and thank God um, he didn't come after me. But he could have. Totally. Um, and here's the thing about it. If he would have stopped me, then I can't plead ignorance of the law because he can very well give me a ticket if he wants to because mm-hmm. it is the law. So... Just like I should know what the South Carolina laws are because I'm driving, mm-hmm. then if I'm a Christian, then I should know what God says. And the only way to know that is to know his word. Yes. Um, and Nice analogy. 
Yeah, so it, it's just being mature in our faith and knowing what God says. Um, and I would say this too, then I'll kick it back over to you. Um, I know we do this, but we don't compare ourselves to others. We should compare ourselves to Christ. And we're always going to fall short doing that. But it's easy for me to look at Danner and go, well, she's, she doesn't have her stuff together, you know. Um, so I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Well, we can't do that. No. Um, but then you'll look at somebody who's doing really, really good, and you're not. And yeah, that's discouraging. Yeah. yeah, it should motivate you to do better, but you're right. Mm-hmm. It discourages us. Uh, and then we get in this funk. And before we know it, we're in Funkyville. Mm-hmm. And then that's where the devil just totally messes with us. Um, but it's, um, it's not a feeling. And you and I were talking off air about this, but, I mean, you had a good uh, analogy with that. So I'll kick it to you <laughs> about it's not a feeling. Yeah, definitely not a feeling. Um, I think last year at all my SLU Student Leadership University experience, I remember one thing that stuck in was don't be a fair weather Christian. Just because the um, storms are coming, the weather's terrible, do not, just because things aren't going your way or God doesn't seem to be um, answering, you know, whatever you're questioning, don't just give up and doubt. That's when you need to be praising through the storm the most and having the most trust in Him. But yeah, I think you pretty much killed that for that question, B-Man. Well, <laughs> I'll wrap it up by saying this, that Christianity is not, it's not a sprint. Mm -hmm. You know, we all start well, but the whole thing is, and this is biblically, we're to finish well. You know, Paul talked about this too, that he, at the end of his life, he ran his race well, that he finished well. Um, It's easy for us to get saved and everything's new and exciting and then uh, life kind of punches us in the mouth and that's where we either uh, start to live out our faith or we just regress back to or digress back to our old self, yeah. you know. Um, and you had a good point about this, too. I, I think what would help people, especially, you know, again, you're 16. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me say this, too, that because you and I have talked about this and mm-hmm. different things that you're 16, but your maturity level is much greater than a 16-year-old spiritually. Um, And I know some people my age that their maturity level spiritually is (laughs) not even where you're at at 16. So it's not really about age. It's about how much you want to know and how much you pursue Christ. Mm -hmm. So, but it's, um, I would say this, that you need to uh, surround yourself who are really trying to seek after That's a relationship with God. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, for you at 16, I'm sure that's difficult because not everybody's like just, you know, itching out the gates to find out who Jesus yeah. is and live that life, mm-hmm. you know. So for you, uh, we'll wrap it up this way. How would you encourage somebody your age to, um, continue to like live this life and not be discouraged all the time yeah totally like um brad said the the key to being successful is you're only going to be as successful as the people you surround yourself with so i mean you know i get it if you're not at a you know at a good um 
church or your youth groups on that grade there's a bunch of drama but I guess from that just find people on like social media that you can look up to find like podcasts or books to read if you can't get that you know real life experience but a lot of the times for me I just find mentors you know at my church like a b-man here himself or just some you know my youth pastor just kind of people older but yet they have that you know relationship with you to help you and to help you grow and to mature because the key thing to being successful too also is to find someone who's mastered what you want to master so just kind of find that person um pick their brain ask them about you know their greatest struggles and how they got through it and just kind of go from there so thank you for joining danner and b-man today for table tops we'll see you back here next time y'all have a good day